for Seth's Saturday Morning Outdoors, featuring Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. The greatest place to learn about going into the outdoors. One of the best, Kent Brown, showed us how to get it done. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. I listen to you every week. Just love your show. Always an inspiration. Always makes me want to go out and go fishing. It's three hours of the best in outdoor entertainment. Informative. It's informative. I learned a lot of stuff. They're entertaining and they're real informative. Seth's Saturday Morning Outdoors. And it starts now. Now. It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. We'll take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown. Hey guys, it's Saturday morning, September the 24th. We don't ever tell you what show it is, but it's show 887 as we wrap up our uh, our 17th year of uh, the Ultimate Bass Radio Show. How I, I've got to ask Nate in the other room, how, how old were you? Uh, how old are you now? I'm 25. All right. You, you were a kid when we started Ultimate Bass. Just, I just, just wanted to point that out. Yeah, eight years old. Yeah, you were a puppy. Yeah, you were a little pup. You were a little pup. All right, buddy. Yeah, eight. But Nate's doing a great job in there. We we don't give him enough credit. Pushing the right buttons in, uh, in the other room. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's pretty cool. And next week... Uh, we're gonna have a special show. I'm not gonna tell you about it quite yet. Uh, but we'll, we'll have a special show next week as we, uh, as we kick off year number 18 and show 888. That means my alarm has gone off at 4 a.m. for the last 887 Saturdays. There were a couple of Christmases thrown in there, but, uh, for the most part, thanks to Sepp and Marilyn, uh, I know they're driving in going, come on, get to it. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Talk about, talk about what's going on. There's so much going on. Last week, the Wild West Bass Trail wrapped up. Um, the California Delta, man, their pro-am, uh, uh, their pro-am schedule and, and a guy that, uh, has had, had his lumps, uh, on the California Delta, uh, wound up walking away, uh, with, uh, the nearly 18,000, well, 17,250, uh, total payout for winning that event. Alex Klein, uh, yeah, familiar last name to bass fishermen, obviously, uh, Gary Klein's nephew, Stephen Klein's kid, uh, but Alex did a great job. Uh, man, super consistent. 2292, 1956, and 2375 on the final day. Um, got some great footage of him catching, uh, almost nine pounder punching, uh, was pretty cool, but held off, uh, our buddy Kenny Ma, uh, by just a little bit. Kenny Ma finishing up in second, 65, 62nd, or 65, 67. Um, Obedi Williams in third. Oh, uh, oh, leading right up, uh, you know, day one, day two, um, fell off the pace on the final day. 1356 was uh, all he could gather up on the final day of that event. Obi uh, finishing up in third, in third. Nick Cloutier in fourth. Jamon Andrews in fifth. Uh, Trey Dodd, Derek Dalton, Hewlin Johnson, Cesar Laguna, and Harvey Pulliam, uh, round out the top 10 in that one. And, uh, it was a, was a pretty good tournament. Pretty, uh, pretty good field. Uh, once again, man, the Huntsy boys, uh, Colby Huntsy winning on the co-angler side, backing it up big day on the final day, 1881, uh, on the final day. So he had, uh, just, you know, a couple of 1073, 1094, and, uh, and then, uh, wound up, um, wrapping that one up. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool. They've, uh, uh, they've decided who's, uh, who gets to go to fish for, uh, fish for the championship a little bit later, 
this year as well up at Lake Shasta. So that was going to be fun to watch. John Branch wound up winning um, the Angler of the Year title, and we got to get we got to get John on the show. He's a a Florida transplant now in Washington. Uh, before this year, had really never really fished in California. Never been on Clear Lake. Never been on Shasta. Uh, and winds up winning the Angler of the Year title. So great, uh, great story there, and uh, and and big points, man. Eight hundred and ninety nine points uh, for John. Held off Joe Uribe, uh, Joe Uribe Jr. in second. The leader going into the final round uh, had a tough one on the California Delta. Bo Jodry, Alex Klein finishing up in fourth. Great event for him. Uh, you know, once they figure out the throwouts, you know. So uh, uh, Angler of the Year, we, we like to call it the Bryant Smith Rule. Uh, Angler of the Year is decided on all four events, and then the standings will be decided uh, with a throwout event. So uh, that that's kind of how that works. Uh, Carl Okerman, Mark Lassane from Bass Angler Magazine, uh, sixth place in the points. John Pearl in seventh. Jake Boomer in eighth. Tim Vincus, great job, Tim in ninth. Uh, Nick Wood round out the top ten. So uh, pretty cool to uh, pretty cool to see that. And uh, uh, Wild West Bass Trail next week will be at Lake Shasta for their team championship. So that was going to be fun to watch, too. And uh, you guys headed up to Lake Shasta. Remember, it goes up, there's there's an off-limits period prior to uh, prior to practice. I don't even remember what uh, their full off-limits is for the, the team championship. But that one's going to be a fun one to watch. And, and uh, Shasta low, but uh, not even as low as it was this time last year. So uh, that one's going to be uh, a fun one to watch and, and uh, should – should see some pretty good fishing up there. I think everybody's going to have, um, you know, should have a lot of fish this time of year at Shasta for sure. So it should be a, should be a great event. Um, why the, uh, one bass, um, us open coming to, uh, Lake Mojave coming up here in just a couple of weeks, 40th anniversary of the us open. And I told you we would, uh, we'd have a us open champ on every week, uh, up to that. We didn't miss last week because, uh, we had to take the opportunity to visit with Jay Yellis, uh, Jay announcing his retirement from the Bassmaster Elite Series and, uh, got a chance to catch up with Jay, um, Saturday. Actually went out and saw him at the, uh, um, at the, uh, Granite Bay launch ramp for the Cast for Kids event. So it was cool to, uh, uh, get a chance to catch up with my old friend Jay Yellis. And, uh, I hope some of you got out there and had an opportunity. I know I saw a lot of our, uh, our friends from the, the cold water side, Sep's buddies. Uh, cause they had all the kids out trolling for salmon and for trout, which was super cool. Had a lot of big, uh, big trolling boats out there and, uh, and it was fun to, uh, uh, to see everybody. I think fishing was a little bit tough, but we, uh, we went out and saw Jay and, uh, and, uh, donated a couple of, of, uh, California Department of Boating and Waterways life jackets to, uh, the cause out there. So it was, uh, it was cool to get out there and, uh, um, see what they do. And Cast will be back in the spring at Folsom, um, for John Henneke's event that he does. Uh, every year for uh, some bass fishing. So, but this week, uh, I promise you, man, we've got a two-time U.S. Open champ. Um, how cool is this? We get to catch up with BV. Byron Velvick's going to hang out with us. Uh, Byron, uh, two-time U.S. Open champ, 91 and 96, but he'll be back at Mojave this week or in a couple of weeks to, uh, to fish that event. One bass has announced that they have, uh, um, secured a, uh, an additional day on their permit. So, uh, for Thursday, I think it is. Um, so if there's a wind day that forces a cancellation, they will push the event into a, uh, a Thursday. So that should be, uh, should be kind of interesting to see how that does. A lot of guys, uh, not sure how that was going to, um, fall into, uh, into the, uh, the wind pattern down there at Lake Mojave, but it does blow at Mojave. Um, so that was going to be, uh, going to be interesting to do. We're also going to hang out, um, 
15 years old. I've known this kid since he's been born, Jackson Rambanis. Yeah, the last name sounds familiar. Boom Boom's kid, uh, Freddie's, uh, Freddie's son, Jackson, uh, went out the first time ever, uh, fishing in a kayak last week. And, uh, Lake Dardanelle near the home in Arkansas. And, uh, he won the Hobie Bass Open Series. Uh, and then they're, uh, they're headed, he's headed to the, uh, Hobie Bass Open Championship now, uh, in Louisiana. 15 year old. Jackson Rambanis hangs out with us. I think Jackson's been on once before. Uh, they were in, uh, doing a high school tournament, I think. They were driving home. So, uh, uh, pretty cool. Had to, uh, had to go through his agent, um, yeah, Freddie, and, uh, and hook up with the kids. So that was, uh, that was a lot of fun to, uh, to do. How about Bassmaster Magazine? They, uh, they announced, um, once again, the top 10 bass lakes in the country. Um, it was, uh, it was pretty cool to, uh, to see that one and, uh, and a couple of our lakes made the list. Um, pretty good. St. Lawrence River was, uh, was the top bass lake in the country this year for Bassmaster Magazine. But you know, we don't go down very far. Uh, OH Ivy in Texas, uh, don't know much about the place. Um, I know there's been a few events there at OH Ivy and that's where they do a lot of the Cheryl Lunkers events. Um, but, uh, the California Delta in third. So, uh, so that was cool. It's good to, uh, good to see the Delta still getting the respect from, uh, from Bassmaster across the country. Uh, in, uh, let's see, we go in fourth is Lake St. Clair in Michigan. In fifth was, uh, <clears throat> Stick Marsh in, uh, in Florida. Yeah, that place is pretty cool. Uh, and then, uh, and then we get to, uh, six, still in the top 10, uh, even with all its low water issues is Clear Lake. So, uh, pretty cool too. Um, Pretty cool to see those, uh, those two bodies of water in the top 10. Only two, uh, Western bodies and, uh, and California bodies in the top 10 from Bassmasters rankings this year. Uh, so that was cool. Lake Fork, Texas, uh, in seventh. Pretty Lake Erie, uh, Upper Niagara. And, uh, let's see, I'm going down the list here. Sam Rayburn in Texas and, uh, Santee Cooper, South Carolina, uh, rounds out the top 10. So two of the top 10, uh, right here, you know, in our, in our, KHDK signal, pretty cool. Uh, the Delta and Clear Lake. So, uh, yeah, we tell everybody that, uh, uh, you know, and, and they, you know, there's so many lakes. I mean, how could you, you could put Shasta on that list without it, without any doubt about that with the, with the giant, um, spot of bass in it. And, and, uh, what about Trinity? You know, I mean, what it's done, although it's small and I know the folks at Trinity definitely don't want that kind of, uh, love and coverage for sure. So, uh, you know, we don't, we don't want to throw that. Uh, in there as well, but uh, so that that's pretty cool. The uh, top ten list from uh, from Bassmaster Magazine. So um, we uh, we want to remind everybody that um, their uh, the the tournament dates for 2023 a little bit delayed this year with California Department of Fish and Wildlife. Uh, you know, in the past, the the permit jamboree where all the tournament organizers get together in a ring uh, and they fight it out for the dates, and there's there's some kicking and some biting, a little bit of screaming. Uh, that, uh, did not take place in July. They were trying to get some regulations passed and some new, uh, some new tournament rules passed and, uh, and d- there's some holdups and it's, uh, it's getting a little bit delayed. Um, so they're, they're going back to, uh, the way they used to do it and there are going to be some regulations, but we're going to have everybody together. Uh, we're going to have everybody together, um, in October. So, uh, that should be kind of cool to, uh, to see that we're going to be, we're going to be getting that, uh, yeah, by the way, Freddie, uh, Freddie Boom Boom Rambanis is, uh, is calling in because Jackson can't remember the number I texted him to, uh, to call in here to the, uh, the studio. So we'll send that to him. 
Uh, always, always fun to know Freddie's awake this morning. We might have to drag Boom Boom on with us. Who knows? Uh, but, uh, but that part will be, uh, be kind of fun. But, uh, we're going to have the jamboree. We'll have the permits out. Uh, be patient. You know, that's, uh, you know, if you're fishing the BBTs, Wild West Bass Trail, uh, One Bass, all those tournaments, you got to just uh, be a little bit patient. It's coming. And speaking of schedules, they, uh, they have announced the, uh, the FLW schedule for the Toyota series, Major League Fishing, not FLW. I always screw that up. Um, it's just an old habit that's hard to break, guys. Uh, the Western Division next year, and these are pending, uh, the permit dates for October, uh, in, you know, when they go in to apply for California, but they have kind of given all the tournament orgs, uh, these dates, but the Western Division Toyota Series will be back next year. According to Major League Fishing, they're going to kick off February 2nd through the 4th at Lake Havasu. Um, that'll be a, be a little early for Havasu still, but it'll still be a little bit tough, but, um, it'll be, uh, it'll be a good one. And, uh, and then, oh man, a lot of controversy behind the next two. Uh, a lot of folks happy, happy, happy about it. A lot of folks not so happy about it. Um, March 16th through the 18th out of Oakley, California Delta. Uh, and that event hosted by the city of Oakley and, uh, and they're going to follow that event up, uh, just a short month later. Uh, they will have the entire Toyota series done by April, April 20th through the 22nd. Once again on the California Delta. Uh, yeah, two events in California, maybe a layup for major league fishing because of, uh, low water and not wanting to take a chance. Uh, but you know, we've never seen clear like without water in the spring. We we're going to get some rain. Um, you know, maybe just the city of Oakley throwing enough money up at, uh, at the wall that, uh, they got both stops. But, uh, yeah, the Western Division is going to have three events February, like Havasu, March at the California Delta, April at the California Delta. And I got to say, if you got to go to the Delta, uh, twice, you couldn't pick two better months than March and April. Um, to go there. So, uh, that will, uh, also wrap up November 2nd through the 4th. And I think this will be a good event for the Western guys, uh, because it fishes very similar to Western lakes. Uh, the, the Toyota series championship next year in November 2nd through the 4th, Table Rock Lake in Branson, Missouri. So, uh, bringing them a little bit shorter, about, you know, about a, about a third of the way across the country, shorter than, uh, where they have been going at, you know, Gunnersville, Kentucky Lake and all those other places. So, uh, a little bit closer to home, almost a Western swing. Um, but that's where we're at, Major League Fishing Western Division. So a lot of controversy behind it. Um, there was, uh, there was some, uh, friendly and not so friendly fire, uh, on the, uh, on the internet here the past couple of days from, uh, from folks who loved it. Um, folks who didn't. The Delta Rats, I think, kind of love it. And, uh, and that, that part's kind of cool. Uh, $10,000 to the highest finisher in the Western Division at the championship. Um, $100,000 championship at Table Rock. So, uh, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see just, uh, just how that goes down, uh, next year with the, uh, with the Toyota series, um, part of the Major League Fishing Big Five series. So, um, we'll, uh, we'll see how that one unfolds, but, uh, maybe, uh, you know, maybe we'll have some changes. Maybe we'll just have two at the Delta, uh, and the rats can fight it out. It'll be, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So, um, should be a good, uh, should be a good event. What else do we have going on, man? I had all these notes here. Uh, wanted to make sure that we, uh, oh yeah, that's right. We had the, uh, uh, we've got, uh, the central open going on with, uh, with Bassmaster. What did I do with that? Uh, yeah, a couple of familiar names battling it out on the Red River in Louisiana. Keith Poche, uh, 
leading that event. Remember, the leader, uh, as long as they fished all three of the Opens, uh, whoever wins that event will go on to the Bassmaster Classic. Uh, Poche in first, followed by this guy on his heels shortly, uh, just uh, about a pound behind him, um, Greg Hackney. Yeah, you wouldn't want him chasing you through the Louisiana Delta for sure. Uh, David Gaston, Jimmy Washam, Joey Nanina ran out the top five uh, in that Bassmaster Open going on, the final stop uh, of the Bassmasters uh, open event in the central division. So, uh, and then we've got the southern opens coming up, uh, just I think a couple of weeks. I know Bryant Smith going back there trying to secure a spot, uh, into the Bassmaster Elite Series. So, so much going on, guys. Let's jump into our first set of breaks. When we come back, we will, uh, have a little quick clear like word. We're going to be hanging out with the champ from the Delta last week. Alex Klein joins us. Stick around, guys. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. You know that Strike King makes a whole line of sexy crankbaits and some of the best spinner baits you can tie on, all with KVD's name and picture on them. But did you know they make tungsten punching weights and drop shot weights? Slither rigs, hack attack flipping jigs from former angler of the year Greg Hackney, deep water football jigs, top water frogs, and the rage tail line of plastics, weightless baits like the Ocho and tubes, trailers and chunks. Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish-catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. France offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need, from entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated Sophisticated marine electronics on the market today. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new live series with active imaging and three-in-one sonar combines Lorance chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world, then WesternBass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action, not just a forum. WesternBass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article, video, photo, and special prices from advertisers every week. WesternBass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure. Tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results. You may already be a fan of WesternBass.com and we invite you to explore all the links. We are sure you'll find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing. WesternBass.com, the largest bass fishing website in the West. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. 
It's time for our weekly Clear Lake Doc Talk report. Brought to you exclusively by Canuck Dive Vista Casino. Just two hours from Sacramento or San Francisco. Canuck Dive Vista Casino is your Clear Lake fishing headquarters. With the largest marina on the lake, 90 powered boat slips, 80 hotel rooms overlooking the lake, affordable bass angler rates all year, free launch ramp, wireless internet, and for you RV owners, there's a 74 space park right next to the casino. Launch your boat, put it in a free powered slip, and enjoy the night action in the casino, offering the newest in slots and table games, and the steakhouse and bar. And now, it's time for Doc Talk. Hey guys, it is time for Doc Talk, and uh, fish are picking up at Clear Lake, cooling off. Uh, fish are starting to uh, to bite. Noticed a couple of the guides uh, this week up there, uh, Carl Keller and a few of the other folks uh, posting up some pictures of some pretty good fish. Uh, fish starting to bite out on the rock piles a little bit, and, uh, and getting ready for fall fishing, so a great time to be at Clear Lake. A lot of controversy right now coming out of Clear Lake, and, and I'll be honest with you, I don't have all the answers. Uh, we're going to dig a little deeper into it this week and try to get uh, some of the answers. But uh, a lot of the permits or all of the permits uh, through October, it looks like, have been uh, have been canceled from California Department of Fish and Wildlife. Don't know why. Um, I know they've talked about high water temperatures, obviously low water, um, although the lake now with our you know longer nights and uh, and cooler temperatures has been uh, cooling off. So I don't know what they're doing up there with, uh, with permits, uh, and what's going on. A lot of, uh, a lot of rumors on the internet. Don't believe them all. Um, you can only believe a little bit of what you read on the internet, but anyway, we're going to get you, uh, the, the right information of what's going on, but, uh, whether you're fishing, if you're not fishing a tournament, it's a great time of year to go to Clear Lake. Fifth Street, still your best launch ramp. They did get a little rain with, uh, with, uh, the rain this week up there. They had some big thunderstorms roll through there. Uh, and put quite a little bit of water down at Clear Lake. It didn't raise the lake uh, much, if any, but uh, still launching at Fifth Street is your best bet. Bassmaster Magazine rated Clear Lake as one of the top ten bass lakes in the country. You can enjoy great fishing and stay right on the lake at Canocti Vista Casino. With everything you need to make your stay enjoyable, all you have to worry about is catching fish. Whether you're fishing a major tournament, club derby, or just a weekend away, make Clear Lake and Canocti Vista Casino your next bass fishing destination. For information and reservations, check out canocti-vista-casino.com. Remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, we're back. And as we said, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. I said that I've known Jackson Romanis, who, uh, who's coming up a little bit later today since he was born. Unfortunately, this guy a little bit older, and I've known him since he was born as well. Uh, he uh, topped the field last week in the uh, Wild West Bass Trails. Uh, final program stopped California Delta. And uh, the Delta's been his nemesis, but not last week. 66-23 joining us, the champ from last week, my buddy. Alex Klein. What's going on, kid? Hey, good morning, Kent. Thanks for having me. Oh, man. Uh, well, you know, I, I've seen you've been doing all kinds of interviews. You're like, you're like, you catch a few bass and you're instantly famous. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, but it's been pretty cool. All the uh, texts and calls and, and podcasts and, and now being on the radio show, it's uh, pretty special after a special weekend. Well, it was a very special weekend, and uh, and the Delta has kind of been your nemesis. You're a great you're growing up in Lake Oroville. You're a, you're a great spot of bass fisherman, lake fisherman, uh, you know, Shasta Oroville, you know, doing that whole gig. And, uh, and, uh, I know you like Clear Lake a lot. It's pretty special, but the Delta has kind of kicked you in the butt a few times. Yeah. The Delta has definitely had my number ever since I started fishing and started tournament fishing. I have not done well there. Um, it has handed it to me time and time again. So to <laughs> finally conquer the Delta. Um, it's absolutely amazing, and and how it all played out was just so special. It's definitely something I'm never going to forget. No, and and you know, there's there's a there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of theories out there that when it's your time to win, you can't screw it up. You know what I mean? So, and and it once once you get in that zone and it starts rolling, things uh, uh things go pretty well. And I got to tell you, man, I saw the video footage of you catching that that was near nine pounder. Uh, that yeah. that was uh, that was pretty cool, man. That was. Uh, uh, that was a great fish catch and there was no panic in your voice. So that was even better. Yeah, no, that was, uh, I, I totally believe that now when it's your time, it's your time and, and nothing's going to mess it up with the series of events that happened throughout that tournament. And then yeah, to catch that nine pounder on the last day, the biggest punch fish I've ever caught in my life yeah. and to have the camera boat and my dad there following me, watching me was just truly special. And uh, yet I've watched that video many times and to relive that memory yeah. on video is pretty amazing. It's going to be your Christmas card. Who are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> well, I expect to get one, buddy. I expect to get one. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, but you know, I mean, on top of all that, but I mean, you finished up uh, pretty strong in, in, in the standings for the programs fourth uh, on the year in the yeah. standings. And, and on top of that, um, whole thing this year. And, and you know, I know a lot of folks, uh, uh, maybe notice your name missing from the, a the apex events this year. Um, but you, uh, you accomplished another big thing this, this year as well. I did. So I, uh, I got promoted at work and I had to take a, a leave of absence, so to speak from the apex series yeah. because of that. Um, so I got, I'm a fireman with the state of California and I got promoted to engineer, which is the person who drives and pumps the fire engine. So with that promotion, I had to go back to the state fire academy for uh, seven weeks. And it was right there from April until middle of June. And I missed all of the apex tournaments and, and got that done. What a great career that move. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, so great yeah, now that move. that's done, I get to go fishing again. And um, it's been an absolute blast just to go fishing. It was it was kind of strange when I was fishing the tournament. Everybody was saying, welcome back, welcome back, like I had disappeared. And I, I just thought it was a little strange. Yeah. Um, and it just felt different because I was like, well, where did I go? But I, I guess I hadn't fished any tournaments for a long time. Well, we missed you. You know, they, they all missed you. So, uh, uh, <laughs> they, well, you know what? I mean, you're as, as one of the younger guys out there. Um, and, I, you know, I don't even remember. How, how old are you now? 29. Yeah, 29. So, um, yeah, well, you were like 11 when we started the Ultimate Bass Radio Show. And, <laughs> and we wanted to put a shock collar on your brother Nick at that point in time, if you remember correctly. So uh, yeah. Yeah, you got to pick on Nick a little bit. But, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. it was uh, – it, it's just – it's it's cool to see you out there. But you've got a, you've got a great positive attitude when you're – uh, when you're fishing and that's, uh, that's kind of, I think why you have, uh, started to, to develop, uh, a fan base and, 
and you know, let's, uh, let's face it around California. It's, uh, it's a little bit of a head start to, to start your fan base with, uh, your uncle Gary and, uh, and your dad, Steven, who have, uh, you know, been, uh, been around the tournament circuits here in the West, uh, since they started. Oh yeah. Big time. Um, and I'm, I'm still, still very fortunate to grow up in a, in a fishing family and to be around that ever since I was little going to tournaments and, yeah. and then seeing all those people, uh, or like my uncle Gary and my dad raise trophies, um, at these tournaments. And then to have, uh, my dad as my mentor and teach me how to fish growing up and then watching my uncle Gary have huge success. It's just yeah. awesome to follow suit. And then to finally join the winner's club that both of them are in and, to raise one of those trophies above my head. So the big question—the big question is—is is, did you hear from your uncle this week, or is he just too busy? <laughs> oh no, I heard from him. He shot me a text message, and then I shot him a phone call, and we talked about it for a little while while he was fishing. Yeah, right, <laughs> he was—he was on the lake. Yeah, yeah, exactly, um, exactly. So, so what do you have to say? Uh, he was just—he was super excited that I finally got it done, and he, he let me tell my story, and he listened, and. uh he was just super proud of me. Yeah. Super proud to finally get it done. Yeah, no, I, I, I haven't, I haven't talked to him this week, but, uh, I knew he was fishing and, uh, and that, that's great that, uh, uh, that you had an opportunity to share that with him. That's, uh, that's super cool, man. So, uh, um, yeah. so now, um, you know, the Delta has been, been rough on you. And I think probably one of the things that has kind of helped you. Um, and, and, you know, we always hear guys talk about, well, I can't, you know, figure out how to catch them on the Delta, but mm-hmm. you, you really worked on the punching and, and that technique, uh, close to home, didn't you? I mean, that was, you, yeah. you know, you, that's where you really practiced for this event. You were at the Delta all the time. Correct. So, um, in Orville, we have the Thermalito after bay that we had an apex event there on, um, last year that Ken Ma won. That you had a top and- 10 in. Yep, I finished in the top ten in. Yeah, um, and that it's a small impoundment. All the water comes out of Lake Orville, and it goes out there, and they use it to uh, divert water out into the rice fields, and then they it also goes into the river as well. And it warms the um, water before it can go to the rice. Correct, you yeah. are correct. Yeah. So uh, I, I go out there, and it looks a lot like the Delta to me, and in my mind, I call it the Mini Delta, mm-hmm. and it, it has tules and different types of grass and riprap rock. It has a current that goes through it, so to speak, and it, and the water level fluctuates very often. Right. Now, it doesn't fluctuate every six hours like a tide does, but it fluctuates daily. Um, and it will move, you know, anywhere from one to three to four Line feet two. a day. Go ahead. And, and uh, I would go out there and I would practice my punching, and that was the the sole thing I would go out there to to um, to, to conquer. So I use I use the afterbay as my training grounds to get ready for the delta. That's awesome. You know that's that's so cool because you know a lot of folks think they have to get to the delta and uh, and you can work on those techniques and and uh, you know figure all of it out too. So uh, so that part's pretty cool. Now the championship coming up um, at Lake Shasta. Are you in the team championship as well? Uh, no, I'm not in the team championship. Okay. I was working the weekend, so I didn't get to fish any of the team tournaments. But my uh, dad is. Oh, nice, nice. So, so, uh, so, how excited was mom and dad? That's got to be pretty cool. No, oh, they were absolutely thrilled. Uh, like I said, my dad was there. He fished in the tournament. He yeah. finished in 24th, and then he launches both that last day and and followed me and watched me catch those three big fish I caught that day, and that was super special. And then to 
to hoist that trophy on stage. There's a photo of me out there. I'm, I got, I'm hoisting the trophy above my head on stage. And I'm looking over to my left. I'm looking right at my dad and yeah. that's pretty special. And it was, it was also pretty cool because Jimmy Reese was sitting there right next to my dad. Like, like your stepdad. And yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who <laughs> have been around forever. <laughs> and, uh, again, like just seeing those two hoist tournaments or hoist tournament trophies over their heads ever yeah. since I was little. Um, to to do it now, for me to do it and look at them, it was just kind of full circle and a pretty special moment. Well, it won't be the last one, I'm sure, buddy. And uh, uh, super proud of you, super happy for you. That was a great event and uh, good payday. You know, seventeen thousand two hundred fifty dollars doesn't hurt, and and uh, and that's all uh, that's all a good thing. So, man, I'm I'm uh, uh, super proud of you, buddy. So uh, we will we will definitely be keeping an eye on you and uh, and and you know watching you in the championship. I know you got to be kind of excited to. To know you're going to Lake Shasta to fish for a boat, too. Yeah, super excited to go up to Lake Shasta and, and catch some spotted bass, which I consider my strength. And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun to get after it and try to catch some of those big time or big fall spotted bass. It's a great time of year to be at Lake Shasta for sure. I don't think there's a better time, and so many different ways to catch them, you know. So it's gonna be uh, gonna be a fun event. So, buddy, we're proud yes, of you yes. and uh, and your hero. Obviously, uh, the firefighters, uh, man, with what they've done in our local area here uh, over the past several weeks. Um, you're uh, you're a hero, buddy. Awesome. Well, thank you, Kent. I appreciate it. You got it. Super proud of you, Alex Klein, guys, the champ at the California Delta last week. The Wild West Bass Trail wrapping up their pro am series, fourth on the year. Great season, kid. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Kent. See you, buddy. Bye. Stick around, guys. We're going to hang out with Jackson Rumbanis and Byron Velvet. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County muscle sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive muscle prevention and boat inspection at nomuscles.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Still building legends, one at a time. Ranger Boats and Gone Fish and Marine invite you to take a closer look at the entire line of Ranger Boats. Explore the waters in one of the new RT series of aluminum boats or take the helm of one of the newly redesigned DB aluminum series. Of course, all the top pros are chasing their next limit of bass from one of Ranger's legendary models, ranging in size from the new Z-175 to the Ranger Cup Z-521 Comanche. And families, don't forget the ever-popular Rieta series of fish and ski fiberglass boats or the all-new Rieta pontoon line gone fish and marine in dixon online at gfmarine.com or build your dream rig at rangerboats.com are you looking for something different than what every other angler is using on your favorite lake are you into 100 all american handmade wooden swim baits crank baits lipless baits wake and walk the dog baits do you like using big baits and catching big fish if so, then check out the Ketchup Carol Bait Company's line of custom handmade baits at ketchupcarolbaits.com or at Tackle Warehouse. Wondering if these baits really work? Check out Rich's YouTube videos and watch what his baits do on Spring Lake in Santa Rosa, where all his testing is done. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose baits, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. 
Hey guys, Randy Pringle and the crew are getting ready for you coming up October 8th and 9th, the 2022 TOC. That's right, $20,000 cash money to the winners. Uh, and that's going to be out of Russo's Marina. So if you qualify and make sure Randy knows you're coming, he also wanted you guys to know there will not be a Bass Fest for 2022, an event we always look forward to in the fall. Uh, but it'll be back. Don't worry about that. Keep an eye out. They're getting all the dates and uh, schedules ready for 2023. If you did not get to fish the, the uh, best bass tournaments this year, make sure you're in line for next year. And now back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Oh, man, so cool. Get to hang out and talk to to uh, Alex Klein after winning that tournament at the California Delta. As I as I wanted to do as we were leading up to the 40th anniversary of the U.S. Open, uh, you know, I told everybody that I was going to try to do a U.S. Open champ every week, and I've got a couple uh, in mind uh, still yet to uh, to holler at. But um, you know, if uh, if if you got to have a U.S. Open champ, man, you gotta you gotta go to this guy. He's a two time U.S. Open champ, and uh, and well, he answers his phone when I call too. But that always helps. Uh, two time U.S. Open champion, and uh, headed to Lake Mojave for the uh, for the U.S. Open here in a couple of weeks. Our old buddy, the Bachelor, Byron Velvic. What's going on, B? Hey, 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 Ken. Good morning to you. Man, it's U.S. Open time, and uh, and I don't know if you saw online, but, uh, you know, when we promoted the show uh, yesterday, we pulled up the 1991 photo of Byron Velvic uh, at the U.S. Open. 1991. Oh, my God. That was what? That was that was when I had really short shorts on? That's the one. Yes. <laughs> is that the Magnum P.I. short picture? That's, that was, uh, yeah. that's the picture. You had shorts on that you would not let your daughter Camber out of the house in. Exactly. She goes to volleyball, and she's not allowed to wear shorts looking like that. But, yeah, Dad's sporting those things at a U.S. Open in 91 because that was the in look to wear those dang boy booty shorts. I can't believe that was the style. I know. I got you on that. I posted a photo from the very first one bass tournament at Clear Lake a few years back and got a lot of comments about our shorts when we were gypsies, <laughs> gypsies living in our vans, buddy. Uh, yeah, without a doubt. And, uh, and I'll be honest with you. A uh, funny story. I just had Alex Clyde, Steve's kid, on after winning the Delta. You probably heard that while you were on hold. And uh, and there's a, there's an old picture of Gary uh, that I forwarded back to his daughter several years ago in the same uh, you know shorts too short to go out of the house in. So uh, we'll uh, we, we got to get off the short topic. But uh, oh, yeah, so that kid that kid is Steve. That's Steve Klein's kid, huh? Yeah, Stevie Klein's kid. Yeah, that's Alex. So. Uh, oh, I- um, yeah, yeah, I was listening to the interview. I didn't know who it was. I just jumped in late, you know, yeah. and I and I, I remember fishing against Gary and Steve back in the day, and it's really yeah. cool to hear about the, the, their sons now competing like that. That's congratulations. Yeah, it. absolutely. The next uh, the next step, man. I, I read an interesting story. Just kind of researching. I, I have to research you a little bit. Like I don't know you well enough. We've been friends for you know thirty plus years, but but the very first the first two U.S. Opens that you fish, you never caught a fish. So, yeah, and I, I give that. When I talk to people about, you know, believing in yourself and sticking with it, when I was in college, I got I was early in college. Uh, that was when it was pro-pro-draw. Yeah. I'd save up all my money. I, I might have been coming just out of high school, just into college, but I was every bit of maybe 18, 17, 18. And, and to your point, Kent, yeah, I, I, I tell people at seminars, I drew, two, two, I drew three or four pros each day. And I never made it to the scale. Fishing was brutally tough. I drew Rick Clun one day. Yeah. He only caught two or three fish the day I drew him. I mean, I had the, I had Gary Klein with me. Uh, he only he didn't have a limit. 
Right. So the days that I drew Gary Klein and Rick Klun, even they didn't catch them at the front of the boat. But it, but it wasn't even front of the boat. It was mano a mano. So I was standing up, standing up shoulder to shoulder with them, making a million casts. And yes, the first two U.S. Opens I ever fished, I never. My mom and my girlfriend come out, and you know, I got my family there, and I never even got to go up on the stage and weigh a fish. And talk about going from complete zero. To, to winning two of the things, it, it's just crazy. But I, I blanked completely blanked the first two U.S. Opens I fished. It's a great story, it really is, and uh, and, a, and a testament to you know, don't give up, just keep uh, you know, keep at it, and and uh, and you know, where a lot of guys talk about, you know, they, well, I put in a lot of time pre-fishing for a tournament, uh, dude. You bought a house, uh, you and Murray bought a house just just to win the U.S. Open. Exactly. Yeah. I, when, when I realized, you know, again, Rick Klum being the mentor that he was for me, you know, he said, hey, you know, get yourself a house that you can call your home lake. You know, be able to sleep in your bed for at least one major tournament every year. And that was a no-brainer for us to get a house at Lake Mead so we could wake up in the morning, look out at the lake, and see if the lower basin was, you know, really snotty, blowing hard and didn't want to go out and have that, you know, morning sun rising over, over the lake and, and, and have a bed to sleep in at night. We call it the money house, as you well know. Yeah. You stayed there. You 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 were a you were a you were a part of the contributor of the money program there, but we we had that house and it became bath central for us, four bedroom, four bath, looking out over the lake and uh and yes, that was that was strictly bought for and and built <laughs> built to be a US open house. Yeah. The legendary. Legendary house, the uh the money house it at sure uh, was. in Las yeah. Vegas, right above the lake and uh but you know, I mean you guys did. You 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 fished a ton. And, uh, you know, the, the open, the, the open's got a, a fairly long list of anglers that have won it multiple times, but man, it's a distinguished list. You know, when you go down that, I had folks chat on the other day, uh, a couple of weeks ago to talk to Mikey about, uh, you know, winning the open, obviously, uh, you know, Aaron and, uh, and what he did at the U S open and, 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 uh, you know, we're, you know, we're so, uh, we're so fond of every tournament win we get to remember, uh, with him and, and, you know, but, uh, so many anglers that have won multiple U.S. Opens and and uh, pretty cool to uh, pretty cool to to be on that list. And you know, I go back and I think about all the close calls that you mentioned, Folkstead. You know, one of his wins, I finished second, and I was one little keeper away from beating him. I just I came in with four fish the last day of the Open. Folkstead wins the thing. Any twelve inch bass on the last day, I mean, coming coming with a limit instead of four, I would have won that Open too. And and that's. That's crazy when you think about all of our different close calls. And Murray was the second to me one of the years I won. That would have given him, you know, the, another victory. And I was second to Folkstad. I was third to Yamamoto when Yamamoto won. So all these could have been, I mean, you're, you're dancing with what could be three, four, five U.S. Open wins because you're not in the top ten. You're in the top five with these guys. And you're like, gosh, I just missed that one by ounces, you know, just ounces yeah. for a third or fourth U.S. Open title. And that's that's how fragile it was back then. You were dancing with those guys, and my gosh, you know the the, the close calls that we all had, and every any one of us could have had four U.S. Opens if it would have just swung one extra, you know, small keeper, a few ounces on the last night. Exactly right. Well, you know, I know you know Lake Mead is so dear to you, but um, you're coming out. You're going to be at Mojave for uh, for that event uh, coming up in a few weeks, correct? 
Mojave is even more special because Steve Oliver, who is who got me into professional fishing, started taking me to Mojave when I was 11, 12, 13 years old. I was a bag boy at Mojave Cottonwood for tournaments, and I would yell at Steve at the end. Of, Steve would go out and fish the tournament out of Cottonwood. I'd walk the banks on both sides of Cottonwood. I'd catch 11, 12, 13 pounds in the marina, of course, yeah. behind the buoy line. But I thought I was something special, and I would tell Steve, hey, you're going out there fishing. I'm catching two and three pounds. Off the shoreline, so <laughs> awesome. I mean Mojave. Mojave goes way back for me, and this guy had a bucket full of uh, marker buoys and a flasher, and he taught me how to fish structure on Mojave. And I was more comfortable with a flasher and marker buoys on Mojave than I was anything else. That's that's how I learned how to fish structure was with Steve Oliver on that lake, and he would he would just have me he throw a bunch of buoys out, and my job was to fish the spot and roll all the buoys up every time we pulled up to one. Exactly, so the buoy boy. Exactly right, <laughs> and and uh, you always had a when, when you fished in the winter, you always had a buoy boy, so he had to get his hands cold wrapping the buoys up. Um, I was his buoy boy exactly. He goes grab that buoy, bring up that buoy, and he got me. And you know, Kent, you know the deal. You're in the back seat, and you want so badly to catch a fish, you cast too close to the buoy. Then you catch the buoy because you, yeah, you pull up the rod, you see that buoy move, you're like, uh oh, and you try shaking it off and hope that Steve doesn't see it. Like, please come off, please come off, and you pull again, and he's like, hey, you snag that buoy, I'm gonna snag your head. Yep. And I'm like, oh no. Yep, exactly right. <laughs> Bad news, Steve I got some buoy and I'm reeling it in. <laughs> and you have to go pick it up because you can't reel it in because it just unfolds all the line off the buoy. These young kids have, they have spot lock and they have waypoints. They don't know, uh, what we went through with, uh, with marker buoys and, and the games. And maps. Are, yeah. And maps. Just, I mean, a topographical map is all you had and you had to figure out what cove you were sitting in front of it. And you had to look at the shoreline and you're like, now where am I exactly on the lake? And, I have this spot I want to find. I have my flasher. I have my marker buoy. I mean, I remember when Ivino first showed us a paper graph. I remember that burning paper smell that came oh, yeah. from the old burning paper graphs. You know, and, yeah. and classically, I took when they reminisced about Don Ivino, he showed us a Castaic mark on his paper graph, and then he opened the live well and shows me one close to 10. He said, that's the fish. And so he looked at it on a paper graph, kept a piece of paper with the burn mark on it, and then shows me a 10-pounder in a live well. And I'm like, Don Ivino, the king of the deep with a paper graph. He's the god. Well, exactly right. And I remember, you know, John Murray, you know, our dear friend John Murray was one of the first anglers I ever saw with a paper graph on the bow. You know, we all ran them oh, yeah. on the console, but John ran them on the bow. <laughs> so cool, those cutting edge holes. Man, there's so many books and stories to tell these kids nowadays with spot lock and GPS. It, it was a crazy time. And short shorts. It, yeah, short shorts. Yeah, short shorts and all the other stuff. And half the time I'd be tanning. I'd be sitting in the back of the boat tanning, and then I'd pick up and cast out there. And I remember early on, I'd, I'd, I'd snag the buoy and not realize I had the buoy. I'd start fighting the fish. I got one, I got one, I'd be all excited, and Steve would look over and see the buoy unwinding, and yeah. I'm like, oh, you're a 12, 13-year-old kid, right. I swear to God, I have a good, solid keeper on, and Oliver's like, dude, you got the buoy, you know, and, and don't cast so close to the buoy anymore. Yeah, right, don't, don't do that, and, uh, and uh, that's, that's such great memories, man, and he's, uh, all of our, all of our young anglers are so good at, uh, electronic fishing now with, uh, you know, active target from Lawrence and everything that's out there. Uh, they, they just don't know what it was like when we fished with flashers. They all think a flasher was a guy in the park you had to stay away from. <laughs> Great line. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I, uh, I miss, I miss those days. And so I'm looking forward to Mojave. I'm actually begging Steve to come out. I mean, he's, 
he's I'm trying so hard to get him to come out just for a day or two and drive around with me just to see what he remembers. Yeah. Because he had spots. We had name forums. We had we had names for these spots that I remember begging him to go to. We'd be bouncing all over Mojave. I'd say, can we can we go back to this one? Can we go that one? And you know the pyramids, the mids. He called them the mids. He's like, can we go back to the mids? Can we go back to the mids? And That's you know, awesome. everywhere that all these special places that I want him to go back on the lake with me and fish. Uh, Hell, 50 years later, you know, 50, 60 years later. It's hard to imagine that. Well, let's, uh, let's, 40, 50. let's do one for the old guys, buddy, and, uh, and, and hope you pull the, uh, U.S. Open off one more time. That would be, uh, so cool to see. So, uh, we got to keep an eye on, uh, on you down there. I will be down for a couple of days playing boat rep. Let's try to do dinner one night, pal. Are you going to be there for that weekend, uh, the, uh, the Hall of Fame weekend? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be there for all that. So. Because I'll be working the sponsor role at Livingston. Uh, Livingston has me giving out uh, a bunch of hundred uh, hundred dollar uh, lure packs and some hats advisors, and of course Michelle at Mercury. Uh, they're you know I'm sponsored by Mercury and Livingston for this event. So right. I'm sitting here right now with a whole bunch of West Coast Livingston baits getting ready. Because if I can catch them on a hard bait there, the top waters are pretty amazing. Going to be fun to see. Always fun to catch up, buddy. Always fun to have you on the show. Uh, you probably didn't hear, but next uh, Saturday. We start our 18th year. So remember when we first started this, uh, this deal. So. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. We're getting old, pal. We're getting old. Yeah. I've, I've learned not to cuss on your show anymore. Like I used to on the live shows with you when I was back east. You were one of the few that we had to drop for, you know, one of the words that George Carlin said you couldn't say, but you know. Yeah, no, I, I, I was too excited. I was in the middle of a tournament. I think I, I just kind of let it out. Yeah. You let it out. <laughs> Two of buddies talking. BV Byron Velvet guys. Two-time U.S. Open champ. Got to watch at Lake Mojave. B, we'll talk soon, pal. Thanks, Ken. See you, man. Stick around. Another one of those offsprings coming up. Jackson Rambanis joins us. Stick around, guys. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. You know that Strike King makes a whole line of sexy crankbaits and some of the best spinner baits you can tie on, all with KVD's name and picture on them. But did you know they make tungsten punching weights and drop shot weights? Slither rigs, hack attack flipping jigs from former angler of the year Greg Hackney, deep water football jigs, top water frogs, and the rage tail line of plastics, weightless baits like the Ocho and tubes, trailers and chunks. Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. Are you spending another weekend watching Zona? Van Dam and the Major League Fishing Pros swinging fish after fishing in their nitro boats? It's time to let Gone Fishing Marine and Dixon move you off the couch and onto the front deck of your very own nitro or tracker bass boat. Gone Fishing Marine carries a full line of mercury-powered tracker aluminum and nitro fiberglass boats. And their award-winning service department will keep you on the water. Check out gfmarine.com or just bring your trailer hitch down this weekend. Gone Fishing Marine. 1880 North Lincoln and Dixon is your authorized tracker, nitro, Tahoe, and sun tracker dealer. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County muscle sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive muscle prevention and boat inspection at nomuscles.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hey, guys, Bass Angler Magazine and Mark Lassane, four times a year, bring you 
everything you need to know. Whether you're fishing locally here in California or across the country, they travel with all the top pros and bring you all the new techniques and uh, and some of the old stuff that works too. Mark's doing a great job out there fishing all of our Western circuits because he's reading Bass Angler Magazine. You should too. Make sure you subscribe at BassAnglerMag.com. Use the code RADIO in all caps when you subscribe. And for about 20 bucks a year, you're going to get Bass Angler Magazine sent right to your mailbox. And now back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, we're back. And uh, it's kind of cool to get to catch up with the, well, the old guys and the offspring. Uh, pretty cool to get to hang out with uh, with this kid. You know, he uh, he topped the field. And uh, I think he's fishing again today. But uh, topped the field last week in the Hobie Bass Open Series. Uh, and I believe it was his first time in a kayak. Our old buddy Jackson Rambanis. What's going on, kid? Hey, Kent, how are you doing? Good man. Are you uh are you uh you're fishing today, right? You're in you're on the water. Um I will be shortly. <laughs> you, you will be shortly? All right. All right. Did we hold you up? Are we are we holding you up from going fishing this morning? No, no, not at all. All right, cool, cool. Well I you know what, man, I I, I love getting all these messages uh uh from your father. He's such a train wreck. That's why I love him. <laughs> he was following up to make sure you called in, so Man, big win last week, uh, the Hobie uh, Open Series, and kind of a cool story because you're not a kayak fisherman, are you? No, I'm a, a bass boat fisherman. You know, <laughs> I mean, kayak fishing is something I, I guess, I've, <laughs> this is the first time I've ever tried it out. Yeah, exactly. And did you own a kayak? Uh, no, I did not. Well, not before this week. You do now? I do now. <laughs> well, you're, you're going to need one for uh, – uh, for the event that you qualified for. So tell me about it, man. They, uh, did they just talk you into, into, uh, into hanging out and, uh, and going kayak uh, fishing this kayak tournament or how, how did, how did it come about that you, uh, had never been in a kayak to win an $8,000? Um, I mean, it, it was kind of, it's kind of a long story, but it's a, it's a good one. Uh, a couple of years ago, my dad, uh, met this dude named, uh, Drew Gregory out here on the river. Mm-hmm. And uh, they started talking. He's a kayak angler, and he ended up winning the kayak tournament out here in Darnell. They met right like, just a couple of later. And uh, I've kept in touch with Drew for a while. And uh, earlier this year, he's like, "Hey, Jack, if you want to get in the kayak fishing, now's your time. I mean, we got a tournament right here on my home wa- on you know my home water." And uh, he was he said I could bring you down a kayak, you know, and everything. So I mean, I was like, "Yeah, I might as well give it a try." Yeah. So uh, he gets his buddy Jim to bring me down a kayak on like Wednesday, and uh, and then or yeah, and then like Thursday I met up with Drew and we talked about it, and I think I went fishing for a couple of hours. Was that your first trip in a kayak? Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, that's so first, cool. First trip in a kayak, that's... one that you know you can actually stand up and do all that, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly right. Well, how? Uh... How big of an adjustment was it narrowing down like Darnell to area? You know, I mean, you obviously can't just throw the trolling motor, fire up a 250 and yeah. run 30 miles up the lake if you want. Yeah, it's a big adjustment. I'm used to, I mean, the way my dad fishes, the way I fish, we run in gun spots all the time. Right. You know, put 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there, and it's all about timing on lakes like this. And uh, you being in a kayak, uh, your timing is, you still have those 20 minute periods of catching fish, but you're pretty much stuck there the whole day. I mean, you might only have 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there, but you're going to have hours in between where there, you don't get a single bite. Yeah. And that's fishing. That's fishing. Even if you're standing yeah. on the bank, you know, so 
we uh, that part that part we understand. So you qualified now to go on to uh, to a championship uh, in Louisiana, correct? Yeah, yes, sir. I made it to the uh, tournament of champions. Uh, I guess like the top fifty kayak anglers from the Hobie uh, Bass Open series made it to it. A hundred thousand dollars to fish for—that's pretty cool. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I don't want to date myself. This show's kind of done that for me uh, today, but. Uh, Russ Snyder, who's one of the top uh, kayak guys around, and you know Russ. I know he was yeah. hanging out with you guys uh, at the house last week, and uh, and you know Russ uh, used to hang out at the San Mateo ISE show when we were doing it, and he was too young to compete in the uh, in the casting contest when he would hang out with us. So, uh, and he's done such a wow. great job as a kayak angler, uh, and really one of the top kayak anglers in the country now. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Uh, his name. Like just looking at the past tournaments, his name's almost always at that top. Right, right. So, how are you going to practice for Louisiana? Do you do you tie on a boom boom frog and just go for it? What do you do? Um, yeah, I'm pretty much thinking that I'm probably going to bring uh, oh, I don't know, basic gear. I mean, things that I feel like I can throw in a kayak. Uh, throwing a frog in a kayak was a big adjustment too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm used to throwing it on the bass boat, and you set the hook, and you're ripping the bass out of the lily pads. I got ripped into the lily pads by a bass this week. I saw so the, was, I saw the video of that. So yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, cool. that was probably close to five or something. And uh, I set the hook, and instead of it coming towards me, the whole kayak just started skimming across the water. Yeah, it's a little different program when you're pulling with sixty-five. Yeah, exactly. Guys, yeah. we're hanging out with Jackson Rambanis. Yeah, you recognize that last name. Uh, Freddie's kid. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool. And, and, uh, now are you doing high, you're doing high school fishing too, right? Um, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to try to do some high school tournaments. Yeah. Um, I just got angler of the year in our, uh, Arkansas youth bass hogs. That's awesome. Like our, our youth group for the area. And, um, I'm going to try to do some more national high school stuff next year, but I'm not sure how much I'm, uh, how many of those tournaments I'm going to fish. Cause I think I'd rather get into, some of the bigger level events like you know the BFLs, these other Hobie tournaments. I yeah. mean, Uh-oh. you he's, know, he's a kayak guy now. Look out! It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Well, it's kind of hard not to be a kayak guy after last week. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy, we got to yeah. bail. We got to bail out. I appreciate you hanging out. Um, and congratulations! So cool to see you win. We're gonna be watching you in Louisiana, uh, Jackson Rambanis, guys, and uh, a name to watch in the future, buddy. I appreciate you calling in. Go catch him today, yeah. okay? Well, thank you. you. Have a good day. You got it. Tell Julian, tell Julian dad hi, buddy. All right. All right. See ya. Oh, man. Jackson Rambanis, uh, Freddy's kid. Yeah, so cool. He, uh, he is eaten up with this bass fishing game. So, uh, so cool to see these kids catching them. Is that it? Are we done? We're coming back with a break. All right. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. What's up, Big Daddy? Todd Woods, FLW Coastal Pro, checking in. If you're looking for a review of your insurance from bass boat to business, look no further than Ben Green Insurance Agency. Ben is a friend of mine and takes quality care of all my insurance needs. Give him a call. The number is 626-290-0888. Or check him out on the web at www.bengreenins.com. That's Ben Green Insurance, 626-290-0888. Ben Green Insurance. Hey, I'm so excited to get an opportunity to put some miles on the new 2022 Thompson's Toyota Tundra. Uh, I will tell you, we're seeing 2021, 
21 and a half on the highway. Uh, you Tundra owners know just how important that is. And, uh, it's a, it's a great new truck with a 389 horsepower twin turbo V6. Uh, awesome new, uh, new cab and, and just a great truck. Plus, you have Toyota bonus bucks out there to win if you uh, if you catch them. So get out there and check out the all-new 2022 Tundra. Give the folks at Thompson's Toyota a call or stop by 14040 Road in Placerville at thompsonstoyota.com. Oh, man, we must be running out of time. Hey, here's to, uh, here's a 17 good years anyway. Thanks, Steppen, Marilyn. We will, uh, we will kick it off next year. We kick off our 18th year. Thanks to Byron, Alex, Jackson Rambanis, everybody's like, wow, where'd you find a 15-year-old kid like that? Because Freddie Rambanis raised him and Julie, that's how. Hey, guys, we'll see you on the water. Congratulations on your 18th year starting.